Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the State of the Mars podcast, sponsored, as always, by our good friends at D1 Media Pro, the number live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. We continue our winter previews this week as we take a look at the upcoming indoor track season as they look to continue their dominance across the county and continue to be a force across the state as well. They had a very good cross-country season, and Captains Alex Schimmel and Teddy McCarthy will join us on this week's State of the Mars Hotline as they give us their thoughts and expectations for the upcoming season. We will also be dissecting everything across Marauderland, including the start of the season for bowling and swimming, respectively, and basketball and hockey getting the last scrimmages in before the start of the regular season. We can always be found on any of your listening devices, on Apple, on Spotify, on Anchor, you name it, we are there. So be sure to search State of the Marauders or follow us on our social media profile at SOT Marauders to see all of our exclusive content. As always, I am your host, Team reporter Renato Rodriguez of the class of 2010 alongside nobody this week. I'm going to be doing this solo, but again, not to worry because there is a lot to talk about. So first, let's get into the news of the week. We have a lot to talk about again. If you have not done so, ladies and gentlemen, you have to download the State of the Mars app. You gotta download the app. You get your live stream links, play of the week voting. We have a new play of the week voting this week. So you get that, get the schedules up to date, texting service form. Again, we'll start doing that for the basketball games and some hockey games as well. And much, much more. So make sure you download the app today. As I mentioned last week, I, I, I did a trial run this week with Game Changer. Okay, we're gonna have all the stats on Game Changer. I, I like it. I think it's gonna be something we're gonna do all year. It gives you points, rebounds, assists, everything. So check that out. Again, that link is on the app. All the basketball updates will be exclusively on Game Changer. We'll also have, as we did for football season, we'll run stuff from the State of the Murders account during the games as well, including graphics, images, the likes. But also, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you like and subscribe us on YouTube at SOTM Network, where you get all the podcast information. We're going to start releasing all the previews that we've done so far so you guys can take a look and see... All the previews that we've had so far. We're starting to get some highlights from the games starting this week as well. So, again, if you have not done so, make sure you like and subscribe our YouTube channel at SOTM Network. Champ Long was a Jersey Sports Zone finalist for their 2022 Zone of the Year Award. That's presented every year by them as their top football player award. 
So essentially the Heisman Award. While Champ didn't get to win the award, unfortunately, congratulations to the person out of Tom's River, Mike Micah Rose, I believe. Micah Rose, that's his name. He was the fourth prep guy ever in the history of the Zoman Award to be nominated. So again, Shane Simon in 2017, Cody Simon 2019, and Taj Bullock in 2020. So again, this is a tremendous achievement for the program. So Congratulations to Champ for this nomination. And not only did he get nominated for this award, but him and Kenya Massey are part of the USA Today first team All-State on offense. So, again, congratulations to those two. I can't wait to see Kenya Massey next year. And I also can't wait to see Champ Long at Maryland next season. So, good luck to Champ at Maryland. Next up on the dock, and London Robinson was chosen. Yes, defensive defensive end, defensive lineman. London Robinson was chosen by a lot of nominees, a lot of, a lot of candidates, but he was chosen as the winner of USA Football's Heart of a Giant Award presented by Hospital for Special Surgery. That was given to him at the barn Friday and Sterling Shepard, ladies and gentlemen, the New York Giants came by to present the award to London Robinson. NJ.com's Ryan Patty was covering the ceremony as well. So if you haven't done so, take a look at his article on NJ.com. I'll have that linked up on the app as well. But here is some of the coverage that Ryan Patty took from the event. Again, London, congratulations for this tremendous achievement. I've seen London a lot. He's a role model within the prep community on and off the field. So I could not think of a better guy to receive this award. So congratulations to London for this tremendous accomplishment. Also, for some alum news, Mark Armstrong put on a show at Prudential Center against Boston College on Saturday. And his third star for Villanova, 13 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and two steals in 28 minutes of action in the 77-56 victory for Nova over the Boston College. I feel like the more we see Mark start, the more he gets acclimated with the college environment. So, again, great job by Mark. And continue to do what you do best as a make action happen. So let's now talk about what happened this week across the program. 
Bowling had a little split decision this week. They had two matches to start off the season. They took on Bayonne and Schneider in county play from Hudson Lanes. And the first matchup to Bayonne, they would lose 5-2. to two. Senior captain Gian Cases with a score of 507. Junior Andrew Diaz with a score of 468. Junior Rocco Barone with a score of 449. And last but not least, Junior Gavin Rutledge with a score of 446 to round out the top four. In the victory against Schneider, 5-2. Junior Andrew Diaz led the charge with a score of 529. Junior Rocco Barone scored 482. Senior Ryan Kim with a score of 461. And the sophomore, Luca Barone, ends up with a score of 460. So the Boeing team is now one on one of the season. They were supposed to play next against Lincoln on Monday, but that game is postponed, so they would take on Carney next on Wednesday. Again, all the matchups bowling this year will be at Hudson Lane. So if you're in the area, come out, support your bowling marks. The swim team have the home opener against McNair. And boy, did they make a statement on Thursday. They would win 136 to 33 to go to 1 and 0 all of the season. The Marauders pretty much meddled everywhere. So I want to just talk about the first place winners for each category in the 200 medley relay Frankie Precop, David Sawinski, Chase Thomas, and Thomas Gone won the race at a time of 139.77. And the 203, Fabio Yepes with a time of 154.13. And the 200 individual medley, Isaac Rivers, with a time of 208.11. In the 53 style, David Sawinski would get his second first place win of the evening. He ends up with a time of 22.55. And the 100 butterfly, Chase Thomas, gets his second victory of the evening with a time of 56 exact. 56 seconds, exactly. And the 100 freestyle Frankie Precop would get his second victory at a time of 48.93. Winner Briggs won the 500 freestyle at a time of 509.71. And the 200 freestyle relay, the team of Thomas Gaughan, Tristan Whitworth, Luke Kelly, and Evan Briggs would win it at 137.10. And the 100 backstroke, Frankie Precop gets his third first place of the evening with a time of 55 seconds exact. Isaac Rivers will get his second first place nomination in the 100 breaststroke with a time of 106.40. And last but not least, in the 400 freestyle relay, Jonah Briggs, Nick Valenti, Chase Thomas, and Fabio Yepes would get their first place nomination at a time of 336.97. So again, they absolutely positively destroyed McNair. Start of the season. And they're going to take on another Hudson County opponent in Bayonne. Tuesday, 4.30 start at SPU. Hockey and basketball each had scrimmages this week to end their preseason action before starting regular season this week. The hockey team 
took on Xavier and Glenn Rock, both in home scrimmages. One was at Sea Caucus, one was at the Barnabas Hockey House. They would beat Xavier 3-0 as goalie Mikey Lamanowitz had a 22-safe shutout. Tom Appalachian with the first goal. Philip Heides got the second. And Alva Harat scored in the power play to get the third goal. Assisted, assisted in this game were by Enzo Capano, DJ Vitton, Brendan Laraga, and Matt Jenner. In the second scrimmage, they tied Glen Rock 1-1 with Alva Harag again, getting the only goal in the contest. So they opened up the season against number three Don Bosco on Sunday. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, this is pre-recorded before the game happens. So we don't have the full update yet. We will talk about that matchup against Bosco in next week's podcast. But if you want to know the score of what happened, tune in, stay the murders social media account or the SPP Mortal Hockey account will have the scoring update from that game. Basketball. They had two home scrimmages. They had a couple of weight scrimmages, but we know the results of the two home scrimmages that happened. They struggled a bit against Paris and Eastside early on. You know, they're, they're a top 20 team to stay. They're, they're going to be a tough task. They were down 25 to 19 at the half. But boy, when I tell you guys that they turned it up in the second half, oh, they turned it up in the second half. They only allowed 15 points total in the second half, and they would win the matchup 59 to 40. They were down by six at the half, and they won by 19. What a turnaround that was for the Marauders. Nico Pena, the leading scorer of that one for the Marauders, 15 points in the contest. And then, ladies and gentlemen, the scrimmages of all scrimmages, they took on the number one team in the country, not just in the state, in the country, Roselle Catholic, five five-star players. They played their starters. And early on the game, it seemed like, oh, here we go. Roselle Catholic's going to take over. They're up 16-5 at the end of one. But, boy, ladies and gentlemen, the Marauders were rallied, particularly in the second half. And at one point in the fourth quarter, they were winning by four points. Roselle Catholic closed out on 7 0 1 to win 51 48. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, this is a big, big accomplishment for this program. It felt like an absolute barn burner. No pun intended at the barn. Jackson Tyndall led all scorers with 19 points in the contest. So that's a great, great job by the senior, Matt Kinsel, with nine points. So, again, those two senior leaders came on the podcast. Couple weeks ago to talk about the team, and you know they're, they're, they're turning up, turning up. Ben guy also son as well. The senior stepped up in this one. They will get ready to start their regular season this week as they host Elizabeth, top twenty team state at the barn for the home opener Thursday night. And I'll be there. You can follow the stats live on Game Changer, but. You can also watch the lighting. You cannot make it to the barn on Thursday night. That live stream link will be found on the State of Mars app. And it will be on YouTube via the gym camera by typing in Rich Hansen. Type it on YouTube. Search that up. That will be where you will find the link for the game on Thursday. Well, ladies and gentlemen. The indoor track team is looking to continue their dominance 
from the cross country fall season. And we brought in senior captains Tim McCarthy and Alex Schimmel on this week's State of the Morals Hotline to talk about their thoughts and expectations for the upcoming season. So, guys, I, I think it's time that you take it away. Welcome to the State of Morris Hotline, sponsored by the Torna Bennett Group. They provide leadership solutions for nonprofit organizations, professional fundraising, intimate executives, and strategic marketing. They also provide sales, fundraising, and executive solutions for New Jersey businesses. For more information, call 201-932-0100 today. That's 201-932-0100. Hello, everyone. I'm Sean Cagle, class of 2023, and I'm here with two senior captains of the track and field team, Teddy McCarthy and Alex Schimmel. Teddy and Alex, welcome to the podcast. How are you feeling as we approach the start of the track season? Hello, Sean. Thank you for having us. I'm feeling very eager and very ready for what's going to be a great season. Um, yeah, I uh, agree with that. I mean, it's going to be a great season. Um, training's going well for us and a lot of guys, and uh, everyone's getting in really good shape and is ready to um, have some really good performances this year. Awesome. Good to hear. Is the success of the cross-country team leading into the success of the track and field team? Uh, absolutely. I mean, um, a lot of us are in really good spirits after that season. Uh Everyone is uh, proud of the work they put in and is ready to um, keep that atmosphere um, and uh, continue to put in the work and have some uh, some good races. Yeah, that's right. You know, coming off a great season, St. Dominic's Invitational Champion, um, the seniors and the sophomores, both class champions at the Battle of Ocean County Park, Jersey State Champions, South Hudson Champions, Hudson County Champions, Jesuit Champions, Catholic Track Conference champions, third in group non-public A, eighth in the state. That that momentum, that's just bound to carry a team um, into some successful days, successful races. And the high spirits that we have now are not, any, not going anywhere. They're here to stay. Awesome. How does it feel to become the leaders of the team? Uh, it feels good. You know, we've had some great guys come before us, show us the way, show us how to be a leader, how to put in hard effort at practice and races in school, um, building ourselves as men, as athletes, as students. And uh, to be a seniors now, looking out for the younger guys, it's a role that I feel like I've been trained for, prepared well for, and I'm happy to take over for. Uh, I'd agree with that. I mean, um, we're definitely prepared to take on this role. And, um, I mean, it feels good being able to, you know, help younger guys, help them uh, – you know, reach their potential as athletes and kind of help them learn some of the lessons that uh, we did along the way as well. What does, oh, hold on, let's let's skip to that one. Who will make an impact on the team? Uh, We'll start enough uh, with some of our older guys. I'd say some people to keep lookout for. And as far as the upperclassmen go is Teron Mohan, Richard Harrington, both had great seasons, uh, senior closing campaigns. But as far as the younger guys go, you're going to want to keep your eyes on Tommy O'Brien, Aiden Pruker, Lucas Hernandez, really looking to make a splash in their sophomore seasons uh, and get their names known after all their hard work. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of um, 
as far as the younger guys go, um, definitely a lot of guys that are committed to uh, to the sport and to the training and um, uh, take it seriously and enjoy doing it. And I think that's going to uh, take them very far and um, uh, bring a really good season to all of them. So with this strong upperclassman class and a underclassman class, what are the expect expectations for this season? Uh, I say, as far as expectations go, we need to win these these easy meets as we see them: Jersey City champions, South Hudson champions, Hudson County champions. Um, not necessarily uh, because of bad competition, just to continue to show our dominance uh, and continue a tradition set by those great guys that have come before us, and also just to continue to flex our muscles to Hudson County, Jersey City, everybody in the surrounding area. But as far as on the state level, just continue to have good performances, build a good culture, uh, leave a good foundation for these younger guys to build off of and push forward from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, we expect to see some really great things uh, this season. And um, yeah, with a lot of the guys coming up and the seniors um, that we're going to see uh, um, some really good races. Everyone's going to um, show up on race day ready. And um, I think we can expect some pretty big performances this season. Awesome. What are your individual goals this season for you to do? Like, what are you trying to, yeah. Um, I think for the, the winter season, I'd like to uh, qualify for New Balance Nationals. Um, I know I've never never gone to that meet before, and I think that's just something I'd really, an experience I'd like to have. I'd agree. I want to go to New Balance Nationals March 10th to 12th in uh, Boston, New Jersey. I'm Boston, uh, Massachusetts. But um, yeah, the, uh, I want to qualify personally, maybe as a relay with some of the other guys also. It'll be great going up there. And also just to stay healthy and stay confident throughout a season. My career has been um, hit with some rough patches here and there injury-wise, but I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling confident after that great cross-country season, and I see no reason for this momentum to stop on my part. So what does life after prep look like for you? Oh, yeah. um, uh, after prep, I'll be um, attending Liberty University um, in the fall next year, um, and there I'm going to be planning to uh, try to walk on the uh, cross-country and track team there. So after, um, after prep, I'm going to continue uh, training and racing to reach my potential as a runner. Yeah, running is it's become such an integral part of my life and my daily routine that I, I don't see myself stopping even after my career at prep does. But now I was recently awarded the and the Naval Reserve Officer Training Corps um, scholarship, which I hope to put to use in my college days at my future university and uh, join their ROTC unit and then eventually become an officer in the Navy and serve. So running is definitely going to be part of my life, but uh, on a team, maybe a walk-on in college, that's to be seen, but definitely going to keep keep the legs moving keep training awesome alex and teddy thank you so much for, again for coming on we really appreciate it and good luck to you with this season thank you thank you for having me so thank you to sean alex and teddy for coming on this week you know teddy and, and alex have done such a great job leading the cross-country team now leading the indoor track team and they're starting off their season on Friday at the Jersey City Army and the Leon Bailey Relays. And as Teddy mentioned, 
they need to not only make an emphasis in the county because you know the county's it's poor, poor competition. You know, the Marauders have been dominant in the county for for many years. But I think attempts of them into like the New Balance invitations are good. State level, try to get into the non-public categories. Playing off against CBA, the Union Catholics. You know, those two schools are always pretty good. So it's gonna be interesting to see the Marauders able to get to that next step, that next level of this this indoor track season. So again, thank you to Teddy and Alex. And now let's take a look at the upcoming schedule for this week. We have ice hockey at Barnabas Health Hockey House on Tuesday, 4 o'clock, taking on number four, Gloucester Catholic. Another great showdown in store for the Marauders. Swimming team, as I mentioned, they take on Bayonne. The bowling team take on Carney on Wednesday. Then ice hockey again with the third game already, third game of the week. Take on St. Augustine, number 10, down the shore, down South Jersey. In which we got a triple head of action on Thursday. Ice hockey. Fencing opening up their season against Livingston. New coach and store. Also new venue for fencing as well. They're going to be in the gym this year. So we're going to get some live coverage, some fencing matches as well. And last but not least, the basketball opener against Elizabeth. 7-15 at the barn. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be an amazing time. In terms of the rest of the week schedule, into a track with the Leon Bailey relays on Friday. And then wrestling will start their season on Saturday and Sunday, respectively, with the Beast of the East Tournament. That's 8 o'clock starts on Saturday and Sunday at the Bob Carpenter Center. And then to wrap up the week, you have basketball against Don Bosco from the Dunn Center in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Again, another top 20 competition start of the year. So that's going to be Saturday, 5.20 p.m. from the Dunn Center in a neutral site hoop showcase game. So let's hear now for State of the Mars Club President, Ben Novoselic of the Class of 2024, who has an announcement for the student body. So Ben... Take it away. Hey everyone, this is Junior Ben Novoselic, the president of the State of the Marauder Sports Reporters Club. If you're a student at St. Peter's Prep and you want to get involved with sports media broadcasting, come to one of our club meetings. Dates and times of the meetings will be published on the daily announcements, but if you want more information, you can just email me at novoselicb24 at students.spprep.org. We look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you, Ben, for that announcement. And now... Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in the winter season, we're going to have a favorite segment, the Marauder Player of the Week Award. So again, four nominees this time. Start off. Again, keep in mind, there wasn't too much action to talk about. We've got some different candidates this week. Starting first from the bowling team, who did a tremendous job in both teams. The junior bowler, Andrew Diaz. Second, this guy had a goal and an assist in their two scrimmages. The senior defender, Oliver Rapp. Their nominee is going to be Frankie Precop from Swimming. Again, Frankie Precop had three first place finishes 
So the junior will also be nominated. And also with three finishes for swimming, the senior swimmer, David Slowinski. So again, four great nominees to start off the 2022-2023 winter season. And voting will be open until Saturday, 12-17-22. So that is December 17th at 11.59 p.m. So go on the app. You have to go on the app, click the link, and vote for who you think should be this week's Marauder Player of the Week Award. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for another edition of the Stay of the Marauders podcast. Again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in, as always. I particularly, again, want to thank senior captain of the track team, Teddy McCarthy, Alex Schimmel, for coming on this week. Continue to spread the word of the State of the Marauders podcast by sharing our social media profile at SOT Marauders to everyone you know, and continue to check them out for all of the latest updates. We hope to see you once again next week as we recap everything that occurred for the start of the rest of the winter season. As always, let's go prep. Hey, this is Caprice James, assistant athletic trainer, and you're listening to the State of the Marauders podcast, the only podcast that covers St. Peter's Perps athletics.